0: Jobjee hai. Zaroor. Lekin is bar So stay tuned.
1: Hi, this is episode three of How I Made It, a podcast by DS Sikid where we talk to people who made it big in the tech industry. Today, we'll be talking about Google Summer of Code. We are glad that five of our members from DS have gotten the proposals accepted in GSOC as well as Gsod. In this episode, we'll be talking to Saswata Mukherjee, Aditya Mitra, and Akash Gupta all three of them are from the web team here at ds circuit uh, saswata will be working with thanos metrics akash with metabrains and adi with rocket chat so guys thank you so much for being on the show and congratulations about gsoc thanks so yeah i thanks. guess we should start the show with giving our audience an explanation of what really gsoc is so maybe saswata you want to have a go at it no, sure sure
2: so google summer of code is a global mentorship program focused on bringing more student developers into the open source software development. So students work with an open source organization on a 10 week programming project program during their summer break, basically.
1: Okay. So Adi, you want to add something to that? Maybe.
3: Google Summer of Code is a chance, is an opportunity for you to, uh, Uh, get along with some of uh, some of the uh, best communities around the world like they they are open source uh, communities so in this 10 weeks of period you get to develop some uh, work on a project and uh, get your uh, and uh, get your uh, pull request accepted Uh, Mm -hmm. that's it
1: okay Akash you want to maybe add something else
0: yeah, like it's a very good opportunity for beginners to get involved with open source and also there are many perks in Google Summer of Code and the, the main thing is you come out with gaining a lot of experience uh, if mm-hmm. you are involved in open source.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess Google so is one of like the most prestigious open source kind of programs you can apply to as a student. So now I would like to start the discussion about the organizations you guys got selected in. So Akash, I'll start with you. Can you tell us a little bit more about what your proposal was and most importantly, like what your organization does actually like MetaBrain, uh, what it does MetaBrain's and what your project business. will be. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: So MetaBrain is a nonprofit organization. It focuses on uh, making data uh, available to the public so that uh, they can mm-hmm. be accessed and used in different ways like has many projects like music brains book brains in M- music brains you will get the information about the uh, music related stuff like uh, artist uh, sorry the singer information the releases and in music brains you will get information about the journals and publications etc
1: mm-hmm. what about you saswata like can you tell us a b- more about thanos sure. metrics and yeah. what it does yeah uh,
2: so i've been selected basically under cloud native computing from federation for the Thanos mm-hmm. project. So, CNCF, our Cloud Native Computing Foundation, serves as the vendor neutral home for many of the fastest growing open source projects like Kubernetes and Prometheus. And mm-hmm. basically, it hosts a lot of the critical global technology infrastructure. And Thanos is basically, uh, uh, it provides a global query view on Prometheus and makes Prometheus high, uh, highly available with data backups and historical cheap data access. As its core features in a single binary, excellency, okay. including projects. So
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. So Adi, what about you? Like, what, what exactly does Rocket Chat do?
3: Like, uh, from the name itself, you can understand that it is a chat platform. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and since GSoC is an open source project, uh, focuses on open source project. Is it? It is an open source orga- uh, open source organization. So you can think of it like Slack, uh, like uh, one of the most popular chat platforms like uh, Slack, Slack mm-hmm. and Microsoft Teams. But the problem with that is that they are closed source, and yep. when you work in an organ when you work in a uh, organization like a bank or something uh, something like uh, which needs high security to their data, so you cannot rely on these closed source uh, because you do not know what they do with their data do with your data so okay. rocketjet solves this problem by proposing by uh, by uh, proposing a open source platform where everybody mm-hmm. can see the source code and uh, they can uh, chat with the uh, team like basically it is a team communication which is open source and uh, everybody uh, and the code can be seen by all
1: okay so i guess that's a good variety of kind of projects you guys will be working on because uh, Saswata is more focused on cloud deployment sakash and uh, adi are more like tooling and kind of that kind of stuff. Right. so my next question would be like uh, how did you choose this project like did you go through a kind of maybe a short list or a checklist that okay this is what i'm interested in and maybe i'll pick this project so maybe Saswata, you can give us your story about how did um, you choose this project
2: so uh, around the end of February, I kind of started researching what other projects were there that I could contribute to in CNCF with mm-hmm. some React and some, you know, backend expertise. And with the goal in mind that maybe, you know, I could transition to some sort of distributed systems or observability kind of code base. And mm-hmm. I found Thanos. So yeah. there I managed to make a few contributions and uh, came across this particular issue about documentation automation. And I found MDocs, which is my actual GSoC project, as well, okay. and managed to make a few contributions to that. And pretty soon I was hooked in. So I'd say that I get a kick out of you know contributing code and knowing that there are people uh, who are using that, maybe in production, and are finding mm-hmm. that uh, useful. And this project seemed to check all those boxes.
1: Okay. What about you, Akash? Like, what? How did you choose ETA Brains?
2: So as
0: uh, as I am from web domain, so I was looking for some web-based projects. So I mm-hmm. went to the JSOC website and filtered some uh, projects related to web. Then there I saw this organization called MetaBrains. It had many projects related to web. Uh, and one okay. of the projects was BookBrands. So uh, the required skills were matching with my tech stack. And also some of the tools like which I was not familiar with. So I saw uh, an opportunity to learn those while contributing mm-hmm. to BookBrands. Book so I thought
1: i should go with it okay okay what about you
3: so it's actually a, uh, i will tell it short like what happened was back in december uh, starting like uh, i was somebody uh, like i thought that we sh- i should not waste my summer and uh, should do something productive so i went to the summer of code site like i knew that GSOC is there it will uh, help me utilize my time in the summer break so I went there. So I re- I searched some of the organizations. So mm-hmm. first I searched about uh, searched those on uh, based on JavaScript because I wanted to do something on JavaScript. Secondly, I, cho- uh, I also researched. On, uh, I searched on uh, Python based like, and uh, when I eliminated my choices, two of them were remaining. Like first one was Rocket Chat and second one was Zulip but uh, uh, as uh, as our exams and all were approaching like uh, like everything was near so i couldn't devote time to both of those so uh, at the end of the at the end of january i ended up i ended up uh, giving more time to rocket chat and uh, and you see like the reason why i chose rocket chat was like the stars in the repository. The, it's itself the stars in the repository and the users. Like they are used by so many users around the world. So like they have th- uh, they have 30k stars. Like if I want to contribute, I will contribute there. So that was something like uh, which I wanted to do. So yeah. Eventually, I started making pull requests like uh, all what Akash and uh, Saswata said.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I get like as Saswata said. Uh, real tools that are actually used a lot, really motivate to kind of contribute and give your fair share yes. of help that you can to that community. So, uh, I'll start with Akash with this question. Uh, when did you like start preparing? I guess I don't think preparing is the right word in this context. Like when did you start kind of planning that, okay, I have to progress towards making some contributions to this kind of uh, repository so that I can maybe have a chance at GSOC. So what was your timeline of kind of preparation slash planning? Akash, uh.
0: so uh, for the GSOC purpose, I started contributing from January end. Uh, Okay. as the organizations are not announced uh, at that time. So I visited the GSOC website and saw the pre- previous year accepted organization. There I saw this organization called Elastic. It has participated in GSOC 20. So I uh, talked to them if they were applying in GSOC 21, they said yes, they will be applying. So I started contributing to Elastic. I made decent contribution in Elastic for almost Two months I contributed there in Elastic, but unfortunately, unfortunately, when the organization were announced, Elastic wasn't selected. So oh. later I had to uh, change my organization. So I have to choose MetaBrains and started contributing mm-hmm. to MetaBrains. And also, like before submitting my proposal, I made some decent uh, PRs in uh, Bookverse. So it has mm-hmm. really helped me and uh, mm-hmm. accepted my proposal.
1: It is, I guess, a bit even I was shocked when I first heard this, you were talking to me that uh, Elastic, like some, some company yes. like Elastic did not get selected because yes. like we have we used Elastic a few times and yeah, it's a very big organization. Anyway, Saswata, what about you?
2: Uh, so I guess I was actually in the middle of an internship and I wasn't Mm -hmm. strictly targeting GSoft when I started in February end, to be honest, yeah. but rather I wanted to contribute more to cloud native open source software, especially in the observability domain, since that seemed to be really interesting to me. Uh, like during my internship, I learned a lot about chaos engineering on Kubernetes and Mm -hmm. I got to learn a little bit uh, about observability observability as well. So that was kind of what I was exploring, but I did find Thanos then and over the course of, you know, trying to contribute, I did get curious about GSOC and if at some point, you know, I could apply uh, for it by submitting a proposal. Uh, Fortunately for me, the Thanos community really has strong mentorship going on, where Mm they mentor students not only from GSOC, but from LFX internships, CNC internships as well. And I was uh, able to apply this year. So one piece of advice that I'd like to you know give here is that uh, don't start contributing to open source with a particular event in mind, something like GSoC or Hacktoberfest. Yeah. Because what happens is that this creates you know a lot of spam PRs and issues, even spam comments, and this becomes mm-hmm. a huge pain point for maintainers. Yeah. And this mostly comes in from the Indian community in general. So yeah, just yeah. don't spam, uh, try to do this in the spirit of open source and
1: yeah, yeah, I agree with that whole uh, spam idea because as you have seen this year in Hacktoberfest a lot of this happened yes. that there were just for the sake of t-shirts people were spamming bad PRs and maintainers were very upset so yeah, uh, Adi what about you, when did you like start planning slash preparing for GSoC? Um, actually, uh, I don't like,
3: I actually uh, now uh, saw rocket chat on uh, December but actually my first valuable PR which made it to production came out around January 10th like uh, first week of January so okay. actually what happened was uh, I the first the first week I saw the code base I was like what uh, like I could not understand a single line of code there like uh, mm. w- w- what was the code written there so I I i saw i uh, i managed uh, to understand like i took my time i i waited, i uh, saw, saw, uh, saw some of the issues that i could solve so i uh, i didn't uh, uh, directly talk to the mentors like uh, like what rocket chat does is they they put out a separate community separate channel for us to communicate with the rocket chat uh, with uh, those uh, who want to get to gsoc 20, uh, uh, 2021 so there was a group called gsoc 2021 so i joined it i i uh, talked with those uh, who were there i asked for their help and they and they were re- really helpful and uh, mm. when and as soon as and they were getting the PR much, and I, I hadn't contributed a single uh, PR so I was feeling depressed then suddenly what happened was a very long PR of mine uh, got accepted and that became the boost of me so, so I then started making other valuable comments
1: mm-hmm.
3: that's how I made, uh, started with
1: that. yeah so, I guess I can follow up on this exact question that uh, can you guys go in a bit of technical details of what exactly was your first contribution? Adi, maybe you want to talk about it first.
3: Like, the first contribution of mine was uh, actually, it was a database uh, database problem. Like, it was a problem with uh, uh, Mongo. So, uh, so RocketJet uses the stack Meteor and Mongo. So, the problem was that the there was a sorting problem so uh so what i wanted uh, so what the problem was that uh, in their admin panel section the users were not listed in an alphabetical order like in a per alphabetical order uh, so this problem with the database like it was it was not uh sorting them while while we were getting the data so what i did was i I talked to I talked uh, with the community like I want to work on this PR and uh, can I do this 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 uh, things to solve it and they were like you can and told me some tips that uh, you also need to do this because uh, otherwise it would be a a problem with the security like uh, so Mm -hmm. this uh, I made this PR around Last week, of, uh, last week of December and then it uh, got approved by uh, one of the collaborators and uh, after that it was merged. So this was one of the most notable PRs that I had
2: done.
1: Okay, Saswata, what about you? What was your first uh, contribution?
2: Okay, so the first contribution that I made was upgrading all NPM dependencies to their latest releases in the Thanos React UI. Since okay. during that time, there was a CV or a security warning out on a particular dependency that they were using. So they wanted to update everything as well since a lot of the packages were outdated. So mm-hmm. I didn't upgrade those and raise a PR. I wasn't really familiar with the testing architecture or TypeScript context. So initially I broke CI, but later on I was able to fix that and successfully got it merged. I think I had to change around 51 files and also had to dig deep into why stuff was breaking and in the process, managed to even find like why some dependencies just couldn't be updated then. Like for instance, if you have a React version 16 project with Enzyme and Jest uh, for testing, you won't be able to upgrade to React 17 since there's yeah. no official adapter out for Enzyme and React 17 yet. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was my first contribution. Uh, a pro tip, if you will, is that uh, when starting out with any project, uh, always try to you know break down what's in the Makefile, since that will kind of guide you into what needs to be installed, what needs to be done, uh, how you can you know sort of check your changes, how it is built, and all. So even if there's no particular developer documentation, the Makefile will obviously help you out.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you, Akash? What was your first contribution?
2: So
0: initially I started taking some uh, beginner friendly issues and fixing some typos and CSS related issues and in the meanwhile I started uh, understanding how the code base works and after some time I started picking some... Uh, uh, Improving some, taking uh, some medium-level issues, and implementing some features. As my project involved uh, many tools that I wasn't familiar with, so I took some time. I learned those stuffs, and again started contributing to those part as well.
1: Hmm. So and I also, guess, uh, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, like,
0: like I have uh, learned many stuff like uh, for this project, like Elasticsearch, PostgreS, uh, and ORMs and uh, mm-hmm. started contributing to those part as well. And which was very interesting and it really boosted my confidence.
1: Okay. So I guess you guys, like most of people start with a small contribution that kind of get them more familiar to the project so i guess you three had kind of the same experience so uh, my next question is uh, when did you like start writing your proposal and more importantly like how did you write your proposal did you guys follow some sort of procedure or template or did you like write a first draft then rewrite it i just wanted to know your writing procedure so saswata maybe you can give us an insight uh, about
2: that so yeah for my case proposal wasn't really that important like mm-hmm. my mentor was quite focused on the work, he stressed that uh, making a proposal into a full-fledged design doc isn't ideal. Since you haven't really talked with all the stakeholders of the project yet, so you know how can you make a design doc just like that? But rather it should be a document that essentially proposes you for the project. But even in general, I'd say proposals matter or compose about 10% of your application. 90% is what you have done and how you've communicated with the internet. So, I wrote my proposal maybe 2-3 weeks before applying, uh, before the application period started. And mm-hmm. it was just a uh, formal document kind of thing. Okay,
1: okay. What about you, Adi? Like, what was your whole idea about your proposal? Yeah,
3: yeah. So, what uh, So what? Uh, uh, what my community did was uh, they created AMS, like ask me anything. With the uh, with the mentors who would be uh, who would be taking the uh, taking up those projects, so they they asked us to talk with the mentors uh, to write down what we uh, what we were thinking about our ideas, what they should be done because because they did not want a proposal out of the blue like uh, you can uh, like you write anything and you get selected. Uh, so <laughs> they asked us to they asked us to. Uh, uh, like organize everything and uh, uh, write write it point wise in a proposal. So so uh, like my mentor was very good. What what he said was forget about the solution, forget about rocket chat, and focus on the problem itself. Like what? How should you? How should? Why this? Uh, why why this problem is in rocket chat? And how, and. Uh, and who is facing the issue once you get that you you will you will be the solution will be in your mind itself and uh, proposal shouldn't be an issue so what he said really helped and i made my proposal in that way
1: so okay akash what about it. you
0: so uh, like i started making my proposal from mid march so before mm-hmm. writing a proposal you should be familiar with the code base and so you should know like what you are writing describe okay. the uh, like how you will be solving the issue how you will be implementing the features so and every organization have their own template so before mm-hmm. writing a proposal like ask them if they have any template so it is uh, every organization have any template so it is very good to ask them the template and fill those necessary stuffs and also other than that describe how you will be implementing those features in the G-Sop period uh, when you will be selected and also like you you should add some UI mockups and design schemas to the proposal so it will make your proposal stand out from others and if possible like uh, uh, add some code snippet also and uh, like uh, it is always good to start uh, writing your proposal as early as possible because you can take reviews from your mentors and improve those uh, proposal by taking uh, from their feedbacks and finally if everything is done go to the gsoc website and submit your proposal
1: mm-hmm. okay uh ha- how often did you guys like talk to your maintainers because as you were saying like we were constantly doing back and forth with the maintainers so i'm I just i'm just curious akash like once a week, or maybe how many times a week? Kind of did you guys? I used to
0: talk oftenly with my mentor. Like, like, uh, my mentor say, "Jada like IRC channel or baat kam hota tha, and GitHub pe baat hota tha." So I was okay. like continuously contributing to the project, so uh, taking reviews from the mentor and mm-hmm. and other maintainers. So GitHub pe conversation ho jata like how to do this, how to do that. So I was in okay. good touch
2: with the mentor.
1: Yeah. yeah. What about you, Saswat? Like,
2: uh, so was I it very different
1: talk-
2: or? Uh, no, I talk with my mentor uh, around daily. I'd say mostly on the CNCF Slack, and even if mm-hmm. it wasn't directly on Slack, it was on PR reviews and back and forths on PR. Uh, okay. On this regard, I'd like to say that you know, first contact is very important. Like how you do it. If your mentor hasn't contacted you first, you probably need to. So, ideal way would be to you know make a few contributions first and then. Sort of message like i'm interested in GSoC and i've already made some contributions for this because now uh, the maintainer knows that yes this person has put in effort uh, to familiarize themselves with the project and have an underlying motive to participate in GSoC. Uh, otherwise there's a high chance they'll treat your message as spam and so on so yeah first contact is very important and also uh, to be very respectful and polite so <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah of course yeah Adi, like, what about you? How often did you talk to your maintainer?
3: I actually submitted two proposals in Rocket Chat, so I had to talk with both of them. But mm-hmm. Rocket Chat has this weird, uh, weird thing like even if the maintainers are online, they won't reply to you. Like they and. Actually, that's not their fault because they have to maintain a lot of things and they have to uh, they have to think about of the privacy security and other things like so what so what I did was so I talked with the uh, uh, with the one who was, organi- uh, who was in charge of uh, the GSOC with my organization. So mm-hmm. I, I tried to tell him that this is the problem. Uh, like uh, is my approach okay? so he told me and uh, and his replies were fast so uh, and he was very helpful so that mm-hmm. was one thing that i liked the most and they and reviews were always there in the proposal and uh, that's okay. that's it
1: okay so uh, my so that's interesting so i guess you were, Constant communication really helps in terms of getting to know the maintainer and helping so that the maintainer knows you and what your interest also, is. Also,
2: uh, I would like to say like over communicate since you know mm-hmm. this is mostly a remote and asynchronous works right? And who yeah. you are interacting with needs to understand your context, like where you're coming from. So mm-hmm. definitely over communicate, but don't spam or don't be disrespectful. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I wanted to go over. Like most of the time there is this always this one kind of contribution you make that gives you a really good performance or I guess motivation boost so we can think of it as a Eureka moment I guess so what was your Eureka moment like in this whole journey of like starting around January or December whenever and then all the way up to summer Mm -hmm. so do you have any Eureka moment as such or was it all uh, simple and easy Akash maybe you want to share any such moment that one that one contribution that gave you a lot of confidence and motivation that okay i can do this now this is something that i'm capable of is there any such moment yes uh
0: like one moment i would like to say is that when my i submitted my first pull request at elastic like i wasn't certain if this fixes the problem i wasn't sure and the elastic code base was so used like i was having really trouble to understand it like mm-hmm. after submitting my first pull request like i Gave up like Elastic is not for me. I should search for some other project and contribute to some other projects. But like mm-hmm. after a week, I got uh, the GitHub notification that my pull request has been merged. Like it really it felt me. Uh, I, I really felt motivated. Like and boosted my. It boosted my confidence. So like I wasn't like expecting it would merge. So I didn't stop there. I made some more pull requests uh, and solved some more issues and mm-hmm. like gradually keep on going and I made some decent contribution for two months in Elastic.
1: Yeah, that's great. Um, Saswatha, do you have such story as such? Uh,
2: I don't think I can point to any single thing I did as a Ureka moment. Mm-hmm. the entire journey has been a string of such moments. But still something yeah. that I'm really proud of would be this one particular PR uh, I made which adds in TLS and basic authentication to Thakos. So oh. I found this issue which asked for uh, adding TLS to all Thanos APIs since Prometheus mm-hmm. added in January and alert manager also got TLS recently. So I found the package that Prometheus was using for an exporter toolkit and spent a few days you know, trying to understand the internals of exporter toolkit mm-hmm. and how it was used across Prometheus. Then I hunted down how Thanos APIs made. HTTP cons and I managed to actually add a flag in to all the Thanos components and successfully use Exporter to make it there. Uh, I also tested everything out using OpenSSL and sort of signing my own TLS certs and I finally managed to raise a PR. Uh, this was very exciting for me and my mentor actually tweeted a screenshot of it which was really exciting and I honestly nice. think that was truly really a noticeable moment for me.
1: Mm-hmm. What about you Adi? Did you have such a moment?
3: so like uh, like sasuda said there was not one single moment but there were few of them like so what happened was i i in in a repository which has so many users like we cannot pick one issue a random issue and uh, make a pull request out of the blue like what what uh, what uh, we were asked to do was that you go to the issue uh, comment on the issue that i want to work on this pull request so Mm -hmm. and when the maintainer gets back to you like there like someone writes a piece of code like uh uh like they will read they will get back to you and and uh and see what they reply and if they are good with it you you go go ahead so what happened was Mm -hmm. that in that issue two of us two of us one of them was the best contributor and, and he still is so he he had uh, he had made his idea and he and i too had also made my idea so what happened was uh, he uh, his idea was not that uh, not that good like it was not selected by the author of the code so he asked me to uh, do your pull request so what what i did was i collaborated with him he invited me to collaborate with him and we made a pull request that changed, uh, that, uh, that made, that was a major, that changed major amount of code. So, so that was one Eureka movement that I felt, uh, it is important to share. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you can collaborate with others during your GSOC.
1: Okay. That's great. Uh, really like these kind of stories give a lot of, I guess, inspiration to other students who are maybe they're going through a rough phase and they're thinking that Maybe this will fall apart, but a a little win may become a big booster for them. So uh, anyway, uh, now that you have gotten selected and our proposals were accepted, I wanted to talk about like what's next, like for the next 10 or 12 weeks, the kind of uh, the work that you'll be doing essentially implementing your proposals. So I'll start with Saswata. Maybe you can tell us what's next for you in the next coming 10 weeks.
2: Okay, so in the next few weeks, I'll be trying to build out some project called mdocs, which is mm-hmm. a smart documentation automation tool. So yeah. currently project maintainers have to maintain markdown documentation manually, right? So what I mean yeah. by this is that they need to make sure all the links work, that everything is formatted according to the GitHub, they markdown spec, so that it's readable from GitHub and they need to manually review tons of, you know, hey, doc links are broken PRs. They also need to manually manipulate front matter for their docs so that tools like go or DocuSaurus can sort of generate a website out of it. So what MDocs aims to do is to take care of all these problems so that everything is checked and automated and generated within your pull request and push CI. And uh, I'll also be trying to learn and ton about you know, observability and maintainership in general, like how, you know, such mission-critical open source, uh, open source projects are maintained and generally get
1: to know the Canvas community a lot. Okay. Akash, what about you, like what's in for you in the next 10 weeks?
0: Uh, Like my project is implementing a series entity to Bookbrains. So Bookbrains currently Mm -hmm. lacks a feature which allows a person to create a series entity. A series is a sequence of separate author work edition or edition group with a common theme. All the individual entities will often have been given a number indicating their position in the series. So that's Mm -hmm. a brief uh, like brief uh, project is like about my project, what I will be working this summer.
1: Okay, Uh, Adi, what what about you? Like what's your proposal about? So the project that I will be
3: working on is named as Out of Office Responder with an Assigning Deputy. Like this, mm-hmm. the name is long but uh, i'll explain it like what happens is that many of the open source chat platforms they lack one feature like uh, like when when somebody is out uh, when somebody is on a vacation or a medical leave he is not he is not at work so the problem is that when when he is mentioned and dm and uh, for an immediate response no response comes out and uh, we don't know what is happening like the team doesn't know what is happening so, mm-hmm. in that to avoid this kind of situation, uh, the project aims to build an out and responder. Like it is, it is very similar to the Gmail responder. Like, uh, like when somebody uh, like uh, we can schedule our in incoming in and out uh, like in incoming and outgoing dates of our um, till when uh, our vacation ends or like so. You get an automated reply once you reply to such a person who is uh, who has turned on his vacation responder, right? So okay. that's what uh, out of
1: office aims to do. Okay, so that's exciting. Like all three of you will be working on very different problems. I'm sure it's it, you are very excited to begin. Why? I, I think you might have already begun work on whatever your proposals are. So we did some polls on. Uh, instagram and other social handles to kind of get some audience questions i'll go through them right now uh, maybe you can g- give your answers to those and i'll just pull this up so i guess the very first question was about how do you make sure that you are consistent with contributing to repositories in open source so maybe Saswata, you want to give some insight to that
2: Uh, what I think is you should you know, try to join all the community meetings that are there Uh, Mm -hmm. try to uh, join the slack and follow the discussion and follow a lot of the issues and that will generally give you some amount of like, okay you are on the same page as other maintainers but as for consistent contributions, even maintainers don't have that, so Mm -hmm. definitely uh, think about like uh, PR dates, like yeah,
1: I need to make five PIs in five days. No, not like that. Nothing like that. Yeah. Is so uh, another one was from I guess underscore oprah. Uh, if one didn't get selected in GSoC, suggest other ways to contribute in open source. So Adi, uh, maybe you can want to answer that. Uh, other ways to contribute, like
3: that's always the next. Day. Like it's 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 not finished for you. Like. can always try for the next year and not only that right right what what some organizations do like what i have seen is that if if you are a contributor and if if you had applied to the project and you did not get selected so Mm
2: -hmm.
3: because um, it might be the case that google rejected the project so what uh, in that case the community itself, the organization itself, sponsors the project, and uh, you can join it. Like uh, sub, like uh, like uh, my organization has this Rocket Chat Summer of Code. Another one is okay. like uh, Zulip that has it has Zulip Summer of Code. So mm-hmm. so it does not want to leave those uh, those uh, best contributors who, who contributed but did not get selected. So okay. other things are there
1: yeah Akash you want to add something to that maybe
3: like
0: uh if uh if you if you are not even selected for GSoC, that doesn't matters like uh open source is not about GSoC. GSoC is just a uh, program so mm-hmm. like you will get many more opportunities like there are many more open source programs you can apply for them as well and doing open source contribution is like uh doing for the community like uh take is take it as an opportunity to learn and also grow together it is not like getting se- uh selected to gsoc mm-hmm. yes that's it
1: yeah definitely another one was uh what would you consider more important gsoc or an internship uh that's weird um Sasoday, you want to answer that maybe
2: uh, so I don't think you know these two things are comparable. Like one is a yeah. mentorship program, while another is an internship program. In an internship program, you are expected to learn, but also uh, sort of work. But over here, you are going to receive serious mentorship in the form of uh, code reviews, meetings, and community mm-hmm. building, as well as yeah. contributing some useful code to an organization. So these two things aren't really comparable. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly, um, so I guess we should put wrap this up. And one final question, as always, is like, what advice would you give to juniors or any student who is trying to get to into open source, maybe into GSoC? So, Akash, do you have any advice for the newbies? Yes, uh, like
0: one advice I would give, like be consistent, talk regularly to your mentors, and one thing mm-hmm. like uh, sometimes as a beginner, we are not, we don't have much skills, like so. If you are, uh, if, if like some, if the project have, uh, the required skills, uh, like two to three, like, and you are having uh, sort of one skills, then, uh, like, suppose, uh, like if that project uses typescript and you are not familiar with typescript, take it as an opportunity to learn, learn typescript and then contribute to the project. Like not, don't yeah. step back. Like, I don't know this, I should not contribute to this project like no you should don't do this like instead you should take this as opportunity and learn the stuff
2: and start contributing
1: what about you Saswata? what piece of advice would you give
2: uh, so well first of I'd say try to be as independent as possible uh, you know nobody's mm. going to hold your hand for these kind of things so don't keep asking for help every time you get knocked with something try to unlock yourself as much as you can Uh, Another thing would be learn the proper etiquette for writing uh, messages or writing sort of PR comments uh, so that it doesn't feel spammy but rather feels like it gives a lot of context. And Don't worry too much if you don't get into GSOC even after applying. Uh, If I had to formulate this I'd say that it's 40% technical skills, 40% communication skills and 20% luck. Like sometimes even if a student is selected by their mentor for a particular project the project might be, might get cancelled by Google, you know, due to limited slots, which is what happened for a few uh, cases in CNCF. So yeah, yep. it might be really depressing, but don't give up and try to keep on contributing as much as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. And lastly, just enjoy and be passionate about what you're doing. Learning and yep. being able to apply that knowledge somewhere, maybe in production is really fun. So yeah, have mm-hmm. fun and enjoy. Is
1: what else. Yeah. Adi, what about you? Would you like to give any advice?
3: of advice like i would like to give uh tell that like try to grow your skills like as much as possible like if you if you if you are just skimming through uh skimming through software and skimming through uh skimming through libraries you're not you're not getting the full full advantage of it like you're not you are not knowing everything about it it's, it's not that you uh, you should know everything but you should know how it works and you if and if someone gives you uh, if if someone gives you an opportunity you are you are uh, you can make something out of it and uh, and uh, like uh, another thing that i would like to say that it is not only that uh, you can uh, uh, like we are from the web team. Like this is not that uh, you can only contribute to uh, repositories based on the uh, JavaScript and uh, Python. So what you can do is if you are a competitive programmer and uh, you are you you know a lot of Java and uh, C there are organizations about it uh, about them mm-hmm. and uh, they give you the chance. So so maybe you maybe you should try uh, should try to. Communicate
1: with them. Okay. um, So thanks uh, all three of you. Uh, I have like known you for almost a year now. It has been a pleasure working with you three. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Definitely share it with your friends or any colleagues. You think who might get some value from this. If you think this was a meaningful conversation, we will link all their social handles, LinkedIn, Twitter and all in the description of wherever you're watching this on Spotify or YouTube. We will also link down their proposals if you want to have a look and what they're doing definitely check out the github profiles uh, i guess that's it uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, we will in the next episode we will be talking to cyan and priyansi cyan got his proposal accepted in tensorflow light and priyansi got accepted for google season of docs so that is definitely going to be an interesting conversation so definitely check that out uh thank you so much guys uh we'll call this a wrap thank you